Welcome everybody to Business Geeks podcast. This week we have uh, a whole host of budget budget busting. No, that, I mean it's, I like the BBs on it, but the uh, <laughs> the, the ways to save in your business, and specifically, we're going to talk about one big topic uh, when it comes to not having a lot of money to spend on getting people in the door or in you know on your website or however you do business, getting the people to go there. But first, I'd like to introduce my co-hosts, uh, Jennifer Crawford and Samantha Riley. How are we doing tonight? Oh, hey. so good. Hey, fellow business geeks. Yeah, we're- Good to we're, be back here. We're an hour later than normal, uh, but it does feel good to be back here. And, and thank you for for hanging in there with, with uh, Sam and I, Jennifer, as we were the ones that made us late. It's okay. Yes, right. but we did our thing. And before we start, I want to give a shout out to everyone that watched our show and listened to our show last week because I had Facebook blowing up. I think that the support that people provided was just awesome. So, you know, it's great that we can sit here and have a conversation, but I think it's so fantastic to have people reaching out and saying hi. So thank you, everyone out there. Yeah, that's amazing. I love hearing from people. I mean, we love talking about business. So it, it's even better if we can bring more people into the fold. We're all going through kind of the same things, uh, you know, being entrepreneurs. Uh, There's so many problems. It's a pure roller coaster ride. So, you know, jump on, get in the car with us. We're going up the hill. Yeah, let's go up tonight. We are su supermanning that. Uh as as Soldier Boy once said. Uh yeah, last week we had 466 views on the video. The uh the podcast is now live on Apple, uh it's not Apple iTunes, but Apple Podcasts. Uh so if you want to to hit the subscribe button on that, it's much, much appreciated. We this is just the beginning of this awesome, awesome ride that we are getting onto. So for tonight, we wanted to talk about uh, business on a budget and specifically uh, using PR to increase your sales, increase your, your, you know, eyeballs to your business and enable you to get more people through your proverbial door. So if one of, would you, Sam, or you, yeah. Jen, like to, uh, to kick it off here? So the idea for this episode was uh, a, a, an article, I guess, that you found, Joe, that talks about how to save money in business. And every single one of us goes through times where things are tough. And marketing spend is usually one of the first things people let go. And that's the worst thing to do. If you're struggling for money, letting go of your marketing, it's just completely the opposite thing you want to be doing. But there are ways that we can stretch that marketing spend or stretch that marketing um, and using PR and free PR to bring leads and awareness to our brand. But specifically tonight, we wanted to talk about not just building our brand, but how to monetize that. Because if you're having a tough time, you want clients, right? Absolutely. And this is why it's important. According to Bloomberg, eight out of 10 small businesses fail within the first 18 months. That's 80% of small businesses in less than two years fail. And I have a feeling if uh, some of these businesses had invested more time in these PR strategies, the DIY PRs, I think is what we're talking about, maybe they would have lasted. So, mm. um, but I think PR is a little scary for a lot of people. Do you, do you guys agree with that? 
Yeah. 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 Me too. I agree yeah. with myself. <laughs> <laughs> surprise, surprise. It's good. Uh, that, that's, I'm, that's, I'm lucky. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's because you're putting yourself out there, right? Or you're uh, relying on other people to uh, put yourself out there and to tell a story. And I think a lot of people approach it kind of awkwardly. Uh, so they're, uh, we want you to avoid that. We want you to get out there and do it with some nuance uh, and some skill. I don't know, Sam, Joe, do you have a favorite like PR go-to in your businesses or when you're talking to other business owners, do you do you kind of have something that's kind of like your tried and true PR effort? I, I mean, email for me uh, has been the thing, right? Because like it's the mode of communication. I've also, I wouldn't um, discount reaching out via like, like letter format, like writing a letter uh, because it's, it's, you know, it's differentiating in this time, in this day and age where less and less mail is actually sent. But yeah, I, I, I've mostly used email to like get into people's inboxes and see, you know, and see what happens. Sometimes you get that risk feedback though. I would also say that the other big thing I've used is a uh, Harrow, the mm -hmm. help a reporter out, mm -hmm. right? It's like the easiest, it's literally the easiest way to make it happen. Cause they're literally asking you for the 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 expert feedback or looking for people that fit a specific demographic to write about so you know get on harrow i think it's was a harrow.net harrow uh yeah it might be and also uh source bottle <coughs> source bottle.com oh, is another one actually i was just looking at harrow before i'm pretty sure it's harrow.com harrow. it is.com i don't know why yeah, i yeah. thought it was harrow.net that's weird. Yeah, I don't know either, but it is harrow.com and sourcebottle.com is another one. And what's great about those is that the journalists are putting the calls, the call out that goes straight into your inbox. And that's definitely a go-to for me. I get uh, Harrow in my inbox twice a day, Source Bottle in my inbox twice a day. And the biggest tip that I can give if you are utilizing these free services is that when a journalist reaches out and you fit one of the stories, you must, must, must get straight onto it because these journalists are busy, busy people. And if you're the first one that winds up in their inbox, then they will just latch on. If you're a fit, they'll just go, yeah, let's just do that and get it done with. And I know that I've been on national TV before by reaching out within 10 minutes. The journalist is like, can I interview you in half an hour? Can you be in the studio tomorrow morning? Like that's the speed that they work. So if you're able to, to work at their speed and help them out, then you can get some really big opportunities. I, yeah, I think that's excellent advice. I One thing I would add, when you're beginning your PR efforts, take some time and audit your online presence because mm -hmm. before anybody considers you for their blog or their podcast or their news outlet or their, you know, their paper, uh, they're going to check, they're going to take a few minutes and check you out online. They want to know if you have a professional presence, if you seem, uh, you know, legitimate, if you have your own following. So if you been paying attention and uh, working on uh, getting your social media profiles and your social media audience nice and robust, that's going to serve you well when people are, are considering you as a potential PR story. So I just wanted to add that because I think people forget, forget that they make an impression on people online, sometimes mm -hmm. before they ever make a face-to-face -face impression. Mm, that's a super, super good tip, Jen, and really important. And I think that if we're going to be using PR in our strategy, that we should be checking our website 
probably monthly just to make sure because there whilst they should go up and stay there they don't i just woke up to an email this morning saying some of my links were broken i know they weren't originally yeah. like it just happens <laughs> right it, it does the little gremlins get in there they do <laughs> so just so just jump in there every now and again and check and and as a brand which is evolving every now and again you might go in and have a look at your bio for example and think oh actually that's a little a little dusty that needs yeah. an update so yeah we and it might not fit them. Yes, and it might not fit what you're you're trying to get at, right? You're like, oh, I'm the master of blah blah blah. Well, blah 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 isn't what you're putting out there for, like to other people. And they're gonna look at it and be like, oh, you're not. That doesn't even fit you. That that's not yeah. what I'm looking. You clearly are not what I'm looking for, even though you might be. It's just the bio that you have at the moment. And I have like four different bios. Any of you have multiple bios? Yeah, I have multiple bios. Depending on yeah, right. Depending on yeah. where you're Depending applying on the to. audience. Yeah, exactly. What matters, uh, just like a resume. So we have a question from Amy J. What up, Amy J? And and, uh, shout out to to Eric Hunley. Thank you for putting in helpareporter.com, not harrow.com. It actually takes you to like a completely different website. Oh, there Um, you go. (laughs) uh, Amy J asks, what are your thoughts on having a media kit? I think it's worthwhile and I think that you should have it as a PDF download on your media page on your site because especially, you know, if if you want to be featured by big media or corporations, they're not sitting there on Zoom like we are. They might be flying between cities and looking at things while they're sitting, you know, on a plane or in an airport. So have a PDF that someone can just download and have a look at and take with them. And on that, I think it's also really important to have questions that people can ask because if someone's reaching out, it gives them an idea of what your zone is, whether or not they use those questions, but it gives them a safety net to help understand, you know, what is it that's your zone of genius? How can you add value to my audience? I think it comes down to is you really want to make it as easy as possible for somebody to want to uh, feature you and to work with you. So that's a really good vehicle is, is that media kit, that one sheet, because it summarizes you. They don't have to research. They don't have to follow your links. They don't have to necessarily go to all your social media profiles to get a really good summary of what you're all about. And, and that's true if you're submitting like a story idea that's related to your your business, write it out, you know, write it well and have it complete. Because as Sam mentioned, these news cycles and these periodicals, I mean, they're moving at such a fast pace and they're always looking for fresh stories. So the more that you can just spoon feed them content, you know, the more likely that you are going to be able to get your article published. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. yeah the, the less brain cells they have to burn to figure out yeah. what you're talking about, the the better. Uh, and Amy J says, Sam, when you say, uh, when you say have questions ready, do you mean topics you're comfortable with? Yeah. So depending on, on the, the way that you do it, you can just have topics. So if your media kit or your one page is going out for speaking engagements, you might just have the name of your keynotes. If it's going out for podcasts or for main media, you might say, ask me specifically this question or these these are the questions you could ask me. People love that. You know, we're we're like missing the. I we haven't mentioned the the p word podcast and and getting yourself on because podcast. I hadn't got to my beat yet. <laughs> <laughs> I, thought, I thought I said the word podcast. Did you? Did you say it? Somewhere I, in that. I might have. I missed yeah, it. Yeah, no, I, I don't know because I was going to say my favorite go to PR is podcast. <laughs> Mine too. Mine too. And you know, I think it's worth mentioning that I think. 
you know, all of us, when we think of PR, we think big name publications, big name podcasts, but I am a firm believer in the power of a more micro um, approach. I mean, micro influencers, you may have heard that term being tossed around, but the reason I think that you should consider micro influencers is because I think their audiences, although smaller by definition, are oftentimes more targeted. Mm-hmm. And they're also oftentimes more passionate or loyal to to that podcast or that or that publication or whatever blog, whatever it is. So don't let your ego get in the way of good PR. I've I've known business friends who have been featured on really well-known podcasts. And I asked them, you know, later, well, how did it work out? How did it translate into business for you? And it absolutely oftentimes does not move the needle whatsoever. Mm-hmm. Um, also, those big names are, le- are less likely to pre-promote or post-promote your appearance on their outlet where the the more micro influencers are a little bit more down to earth and and they see the value of promoting you on their show because they're hoping to tap into your audience because maybe it's about the same size or maybe if it's, it's even bigger where the big names will most likely have a much bigger audience than you so they don't waste their time you know so you know worrying about your little audience. <laughs> so yeah, you, you kind of have to keep things in perspective and think it's it's a long game. It's not just, hey, I'm going to do PR this month and then I'm going to take a break. It's it's never ending. It's like a marketing never ends. You, you have to have some capacity of stamina in order to have any hopes of this working out. Absolutely. Is that, is that too much of a Debbie the Downer? I don't think it's, it's a Debbie Downer approach. I think that that consistency see let's flip that on its head when you've got a consistent brand it's like people know who you are and it's it's momentum right you know you get more opportunities you get more people recognizing you that you know your marketing dollars when you do put into you know paid advertising when you've got a brand that you've been building using these PR strategies then your marketing dollars go further your click you know your um your ad clicks are cheaper because people recognize you and know who you are so there's just so many reasons to to do this you know position yourself as the authority um you know backlinks to sites creating relationships and I think we'll, we'll go more into how we can use some of these strategies so I won't get ahead of myself. But, you know, consistency was where I was going. It's not a bad thing. It's not a Debbie Downer thing. It's an awesome thing. It is an awesome thing. Okay, I'm going to ask you guys this. Have you heard the term newsjacking as it relates to PR strategy? Oh, the best news jacking of all time. <laughs> I, I'm afraid to Volvo, Google this. Was Volvo in the Super Bowl a few years ago? There you go. There you go. No, I haven't heard. You guys of this. know about that. So I'm assuming you know you know what I'm talking about here, Jen. Yeah, you talked about you said Oreo, right? No, 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 Volvo, the car. Oh, Oh, I don't know that. I don't know that newsjacking story. Okay, so what they did was, and I don't know which year, which Super Bowl it was, clearly not the one that was this week, but I don't know if it was last year or like how many years back, but Volvo had a campaign where any time that a car ad came up, whether it was Audi or whether it was, you know, whoever, that Volvo, that you had to tweet with the hashtag Volvo around where you would take your family, I think it was on a holiday or something. So every time that a car commercial came on, 
everyone was on their phones tweeting about Volvo and they had a massive spike and they had, it, oh, I should have sat down. With the, yeah, I should have sat down with the stats, but they actually had a long tail on that too. Oh, I love it. Okay. So for those of you who might not have heard of that term, Joe, I think you yeah. confessed. Yeah. So newsjacking is when you piggyback on existing trends and stories. So it's exactly mm. what it sounds like. You're sort of hijacking uh topical news. So um, this PR trick entails keeping an eye out for breaking news that might be relevant to your business and then piggybacking on it to try and get your business into the story. This, yeah. So Ryan Reynolds was the, was the example that Eric Hunley was pointing out in the chat about him getting that aviator gin uh, ad with the Peloton oh, girl. There you go. There <laughs> Just, like, and, and the story, I don't know, did, did you, either of you see him talk about this? Like it, it happened within a matter of like, like days no uh, i haven't they were he, so yeah so he saw like he saw the ad it was like we i need to do this so they they it was really hard to get a hold of the girl too because apparently i guess peloton did a really good job of trying to like suppress the ability to find her uh and i, I how whatever they did i don't know but apparently it was really hard to find and they put the ad together and and made it work i think uh what was it the um uh what was the other example i was going to give Oh, another great example of of something like that that just came out with this with this Super Bowl was the the Bill Murray uh, Groundhog Day commercial coming together like oh not even like a week before the the Super Bowl like it wasn't gonna happen and then the letter that was written back in like October got read by Bill Murray and Bill Murray's like okay if, the, if I'm gonna do an ad I'll do this because this makes sense and they didn't even know what they were gonna do like they just showed up for like two days to shoot and figured it out and just made it happen. Wow. Yeah. It, yeah. it happens. It happens all the time. It's I mean, I'm sure you got like a boatload of money to do it. So it's not, oh, yeah. it's not free PR, but, but you know, it's just, it, you know, things like that can, when it comes together, when it feels right and, and, and it can go, you can make it make it happen. I think, I think an example, another example, that was uh, the way Tide did their commercials this year where they like ran multiple commercials. And then like literally after the Super Bowl, they did a, another commercial where like he was on, it was the, the show after was, um, mass singer or whatever and they did it where he was like on the mass singer stage like as if it was still part of the show but it was part of the tide commercial that took place starting back at the beginning of the super bowl like it was it was hilarious like it like how they they, they thought that far ahead to make that happen but yeah that's a, i mean it's a different topic sorry yeah no but very, <laughs> very impressive like it's amazing what you could do when you have a bottomless wallet but it's also amazing what you can do when you do have a bottom uh, on your wallet which was <laughs> that was a fabulous save jen i'm very impressed <laughs> like most of us have a bottom on our wallet yeah okay so this is the other thing I, I think it's worth talking about a little bit is pr is a pretty large umbrella right so i think we've talked about podcasts we've talked about um you know being feature like commercials and maybe newspaper articles but I think of PR as a lot of things. Like I think of PR, like what if I go and I speak in front of like a networking like group mm -hmm. or something, mm. I'm thinking that's PR to me. Like yeah. I'm getting in front of an, a public audience. I'm getting in front mm -hmm. of an audience and it might not be a very big audience, but I think but the ROI on that is super high. Like I rarely walk out of a speaking gig without you know, discovery calls scheduled and getting a client out of it. I mean, it's, it's really effective. 
you're not reaching as many people as once, but it's definitely a, a more personal connection. You don't have the, the distance of a newspaper article, you know, you're able to shake hands with those PR connections. So I don't know, do you guys, are, do you guys have a more narrow view of PR or do you agree that it's, it's kind no, of. I, I was yeah. going to mention speaking too. I think it's where you can really get your message to more people. But what I want to do is go back and highlight something you said, Jen, because people may have missed some of the gold that you just delivered there. I had gold? You have gold. Oh my gosh, I need to in, write in this down on my calendar. <laughs> I need to write in my rocket book. Where is my rocket book? Hold on. Like, I need to write the date down and the time. Yeah. This is serious stuff, people. Like, Thor, check this, this out. Like, no, no, no. This could be years stuff. before this happens again. Years. So let me just, before I even say what you said, okay. I remember having someone reach out to me. Now, this was not a paid client. It was just someone that reached out to me. And she said, I've had this amazing opportunity to come onto a morning show that's got 20 million viewers. And I went, okay. Okay, cool. So what's the strategy? I'm just going to go on there and tell everyone about what I do and my phone's going to ring off the hook. And I went, I think you need a little bit more of a strategy. Let's talk this through, blah, blah, blah. Or, you know, if it, if you don't have something in place, like I'm always get something in place fast. You can make something happen. But if you can't make something happen, maybe don't use this one opportunity now, maybe like save this opportunity. Anyway, she went on, she rang me a couple of weeks later and Sam, I did not get one phone call. Not one out of 20 million viewers. Ouch. So the gold that Jen just said there that I want everyone to really pay attention to is we have to tell people what the next step is yep. to stay connected with us. And this is the people, the piece that most people miss. How are we turning this amazing opportunity into paying clients? What's that strategy look like? So there's your goal, Jen. Did, did I even say that? I think you, you did. did. You did. You did. Why don't right I remember it? I don't remember saying that. Well, you're tired. Clearly, it's, I am it's tired. Later than we normally be. For me, yeah. I I love I love that. That's so important. Yeah. I mean, you have yeah. to like lead lead a horse to water, or it's not yeah. going to drink. Yeah. So so if you're doing a speaking gig, you would ask people to stay connected with you. If we were doing a podcast, it could relate to having uh, a lead magnet or some sort of free resource that relates to what you're talking about, inviting people to subscribe to your email list. Um, I mean, what are some of the other ways that what are some of the other ways that you could help people take the next step? I mean, people could join your text message like mm -hmm. basically the same as the email. Um, I, I would, I mean, I would, you can invite people to have a conversation with you. I mean, I've, I've seen people just give out their phone number, <laughs> you know, like call me, uh, but some people are that that's off putting and, and, yeah. you know, it, to some people, not everybody, but, uh, maybe only like the type A's will be like, yes, I need to pick up the, I'm going to call Joe Pardo right now uh, and, and find out what he's all about. And maybe like, 0.1% of people that are watching of 20 million, you know, are that of that type. But, but yeah, I would say, I would say something that gets you the opportunity to put your name in front of them again, because I mean, it takes, you know, six, seven, eight, 10, 20 times for somebody to hear the same message over and over before they like really get it. And also I would look at, um, you know, figuring out like how you can boil it down to as little words as possible, especially for, if you're going on a news station, right? Like a, a morning show, like you have like three minutes, like if you're a celebrity, you get like seven, uh, like mm. on Jimmy Fallon or whatever, but mm. like you're getting like three 
three minutes and that might be actually a lot like it might be like more like two three if you're really lucky but but yeah you really got to have like how people can connect with you uh we'll take that next step and maybe even consider being a little polarizing because it'll it'll move the needle for people right people that some people will be turned off put by it fine they probably weren't going to want to like you anyway but other people that will feel something and you want them to feel anything because if they don't feel anything then there's no instance to to like you or dislike you or want to hear you again even if they dislike you they might love to hate you uh and that's okay too in the media world but yeah if you make them feel something then they're like they're more interested to want to take that next step and leave them wanting more right and that's something like i've had to learn with speaking is like don't give all the details like i'm a very detailed like here's the blah 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 blah, and, and explaining like every step of the thing because like i don't want someone to sit there and be like oh he's full s s-h-i-t right like no I, I want you to understand but at the same time like i've had to learn okay joe cool it you can't give every piece of data intentionally leave room for questions so they want to talk to you afterwards so that they want to get more information about you and you know just like let like let them come to you right mm. rather than just can't, like putting it all out there and being like oh it's all here can't mm. question this this is solid data yeah like love it so that's you know how to get the pr but there's also another piece that comes with what do we do with the pr once that speaking gig has happened or that podcast interview because I again this is another mistake I see that people get these amazing opportunities and then it's like done and walk away and it's not the way oh to, no to, you know there's course. no like there's so much that we can do with it so you know much. even even with that like oh you know we're 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 the most watched blah 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 channel or most watched blah 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 um you know show in in the such and such area like cool but how many of those most watched people are not paying attention at the time right so you need mm -hmm. to be like hey i was also on this channel and this channel and this show and this radio station and this podcast and, and blah 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 and and use that as more social proof than like oh cool like 20 million people might have been watching but like how many were actively watching right how mm -hmm. many how many dentists you know it's like like oh the view right on abc like gets so many views but like how many tvs are watching it that are just like in a doctor's office that nobody's actually watching exactly or the, or the sounds off it's just like playing like without any sound or uh, you know True. things like that I think, you know, when you have a PR opportunity, you have to do definitely, um, a good steward of that opportunity, both for yourself and for the outlet that's giving you that opportunity. So you want to hopefully someday maybe be invited back or be recommended to mm -hmm. some, something else. So um, you definitely need to pre-promote the you know your appearances and and promote your appearances and then post promote and then come back every so many weeks and promote it again and tag the people that have featured you i mean anything you can to to draw attention to your appearance both for yourself and for the media outlet that has has featured you i mean it's only gonna make you a you know a pro player i mean they're gonna love you yeah. like how many people like you said sam don't take that extra step you know you're just like oh we just interviewed her great interview but she's a dead fish like she's yeah and nothing with it loser uh, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> <Aww>. <laughs> we 
which none of us would ever say. No, but this is what's being said behind closed doors. Or thinking in the exactly, mind. Exactly. Exactly. Another opportunity there, and I use this again all the time. I had a reporter reach out to me a couple of weeks ago on a Sunday night, and I could have thought, oh, I'm not going to, uh, you know, answer that till Monday morning. So a lot of times, I, I, you know, you've got to keep that personal boundary. But I thought I've never dealt with this reporter. It was someone else that had introduced me to him, so I got straight back to him because obviously he was on a deadline. I went, yep, I've totally got your back. I'm available at 9 a.m. tomorrow morning to jump on a call. Anyway, we did what needed to be done the next morning but then what I said to him at the end is is this something is this a problem you have often having last minute reports that you need to get out or last minute pieces that you need to get out you know do you prefer to have you know your people on speed dial so you know that you can just reach out and he said yeah absolutely and I said cool what you know what are the sort of people and he said I'm looking for you know business people and blah 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 other people so what I did is said definitely keep me on speed dial always happy to help you out and these are the other people that I can recommend in those other areas so by me helping him out he knew that he could trust me he could come back to me which he has done a couple of times just this week alone and he also reached out to other people that I introduced him to. So whatever the problem is, he knows that he can reach out to me. So always use those opportunities as well to to help and serve and give value to the people that are, I guess, in turn helping you. Yes. And so we have a question from Eric Hunley who says, when uh, when does asking become over asking? Should you have only one call to action? And should you be should should there be more? And that's really three questions, not one. Well, <laughs> but we I love we love yeah. Eric. So no, yeah. Eric. Eric's got the best questions, and and I'm going to answer. I'm going to answer because I, <laughs> if there's more than one call to action, I'm confused. Like uh-huh. I, you'll lose me. I like I don't know what to do. I it just becomes noise. But that's me personally. Maybe the general public can handle two or three calls to action, like a you know, like a boss, but me, no, I'm, don't confuse me. I've got too much going on in my head. There's too much coming at me at once. One call to action, in my opinion. I don't know. What do you guys say? Okay. So I think one definite call to action, like this is what I want you to do, book a call. However, I think you can give soft call to actions in different Mm -hmm. ways, like bringing in and seeding, Hey, on my podcast, they talked about such and such. It's still a call to action. I've got a podcast. I'd like you to subscribe. This is a subscriber that asked me this question, but I'm not confusing. I'm not confusing you, Jen. I'm not confusing me because I get that. (laughs) I'm deep deep like personality. (laughs) I've got the brain of a gnat. So, so I get what you're saying so i think that one definite ask but don't but you can still seed yeah i mean because you're not asking them to pull out your phone and like do that right now subscribe uh-huh. to my pod like you've never heard me speak before but pull out your phone right now subscribe to my yeah, podcast yeah yeah you and then love me. End, you just- <laughs> give me your phone number by texting blah 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 to blah 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 yeah yeah i would i would agree uh one may you know one real call to action but but definitely weaving in like what you want people to know that there's that that also exists because you're not asking them to subscribe but you know because only a certain percentage of the room is going to listen to podcasts anyway right or listen or go to read blog posts or you subscribe to email list even like some of them were going to want to do it in a different way so i would say yeah call to action one one major, like you said, Sam, uh, for sure. All right. There's no question that's too tough. No, not for us, <laughs> not for the geeks. We've got them all covered here on the Business Geeks podcast. <laughs> so there's uh, one one more thing that I want to say with PR. 
before we move on is that to use it to your advantage by sharing it with your network. So your audience already loves you. Someone else's audience may not yet. So it's great that you get the opportunity to go into that audience, but your audience that already loves you, they want to see the opportunities too. So many people, and I'm not just talking about podcasts, any opportunity where speaking podcasts, you know, main media, they think that they just do the thing and walk away where a lot comes afterwards. You know, we did speak about that earlier, but email your list and say, hey, look, I was just on this podcast. We were talking about this. You might like to have a listen. And, you know, I think that don't think of any PR opportunity being in a silo. It's not. Like share it as far and wide as you can because you're trying to increase your network and you never know if someone else shares to someone else that shares with a corporate and you end up with a huge speaking gig. You know, you just don't know how it's going to happen. just don't know. And I'd like to leave, um, before we leave this topic, I'd like to leave one gorilla PR tip. You guys ready? I mean, I've done this. I think it's it's a good one and it's nothing we've touched on. All right, in your in your neighborhood, within like I'd say five to ten mile radius, go to all the Verizon wireless, all the cell phone stores, and they all have their phones out and they've all they're all on internet, they're all on Wi-Fi, and put your website or your podcast or the book that you're selling, put it all on every single phone. I have done this. I have done this. Do it. It's they don't they don't care. I mean, you could just do it. It doesn't cost anything but a little bit of time. But people were doing that with the donate to like uh, was American Red Cross and stuff during like one of the disasters that people were walking into like the the cell phone stores and like just texting the blah 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 for for to donate money. That's sweet. Okay, it's sweeter than what I said. But (laughs) I'm not trying to save the world here. I'm just trying to stay in business. Uh, Just trying to keep that money in the wallet that's got the bottom. That's right. Just trying to keep the bottom of my wallet from darn bottoms. The bottom of my wallet down there. Uh, Oh, oh, wait, we've got something. Mary Sue, Mary Sue, who's asking. Mary Sue is a friend and client of mine. I adore her. Uh, She says, sometimes I feel like I am promoting so many things that I may come across as salesy. My upcoming events, attending great conferences or a friend's event. What is too much? That's oh a great my God. Yeah. I love this question yes. so much. Can Ooh. I take it? Yes. Can I take go it? Go it? Go yours. If people don't want to pay attention, they just won't. The end. Promote, promote, promote. Yeah. And I think uh, uh, to piggyback on that, not to hijack it or newsjack it, but <laughs> you, you know, you're seeing all your posts because you're posting them, but you know, this is a, these are scrolling feeds and you could post 20 times a day and I could follow you on every single platform and I'm not going to see all 20 of your posts. Mm -hmm. So you kind of have to just cover ground. I mean, and like Sam said, like if somebody's annoyed, they can unfollow you. I mean, that's Mm -hmm. the the worst thing that's going to happen. I don't know. I'm annoying like every five minutes. I, you know, it's just like, no, see, I love seeing you. I love seeing your posts. The thing (laughs) is, the thing is, if, if people don't see you, they're not thinking, oh my God, I haven't seen a post for a while from Jen. They're yeah. just forgetting that you exist. It's that simple. Yeah. You become irrelevant. That's depressing. <laughs> Sorry, I was being a Debbie Downer. I haven't posted on Instagram. I'm fading away. Mary Sue, if you stop posting, I, what am I going to like? What am I going to like? Because I like all of her posts because they're all very, they're very good posts. Mary Sue puts quality content out there. She's, she's one of the good eggs online. Yeah, I just keep posting 
honestly yeah. just keep posting definitely it's uh yeah i mean the people that don't like like what you're posting will uh unfollow you but i i look i feel i i sympathize with that right as a as a person who runs you know a, a consulting business a person who runs uh their own podcasting conference uh who's you know producing a tv show and now has three podcasts like i i i, I totally get it and and they're not all super related to each other and it's a it makes life really hard sometimes to to be like you know you you must have a really good to just have one thing that you're promoting and like <laughs> and knock it out of the park with and that's that's it right it's yeah but well, not everyone's oprah well <laughs> right but the thing is is it's like everybody wants to be oprah because oprah did a really great job at one thing right and then uh-huh, and then uh-huh. and, that, and that's the thing to remember is like you know and i had to keep reminding myself like if i you know it's it like you know you know rest in peace kobe right like everybody wanted to be kobe not because kobe could play the piano because he taught himself to play a piano and you know make an emmy award award-winning movie and all that stuff it's because he played basketball and he played it really really well to the point where other people wanted to be a part of the fact that he played really really well so keeping mm-hmm. keeping that in perspective of like if you have that one thing people will will want to be around you and know more about what you're doing because of the fact that you have that one that one big thing uh, you know just keep that in mind all the time now another thing uh, uh, uh as i say killa yeah uh, killa. Uh, excuse me uh, i used i used to have an as seen on page on my website is that a good idea or too much i i'll start yes i have one and it's now i don't know i'm probably getting close to 200 uh links where i've been featured I, I wish I, I wish I could do I wish I did more with it as far as like making it like a fancier looking page and like a page with like a couple pictures and mostly just like a list of links. But, you know, but uh, one thing I did do, though, is I put all my featured stuff. So anything that's in the banner that's like, hey, featured on Huffington Post and entrepreneur.com and blah, 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 like things that people actually recognize. Those are separate at the top as in a fe- its own featured short list. So that like the ones that matter can be found. Yeah, I think it's a great idea, Joe, because you know consumers trust editorial content more than ads. I mean, that's just the way it is, and it you know helps build you know instant credibility if if people see that oh you've been featured on these well-known media outlets. Well, then Mm -hmm. you know you're instantly trustworthy on a certain level right so Aquila, yeah i would i would totally go for that 100 percent. it also gives people that uh maybe giving you an opportunity that you know that want to feature you on whatever it is that they're doing you know on their podcast or on their stage those people want to see that you've successfully been featured on other people's you know stages podcasts media outlets before so uh, i think it's a really good idea oh great question yes. Yes, All that right. was a great question. <laughs> that was a great question. Not Apparently, bad. For, of course, forty minutes in, and we get the the weird silence. We've done what? well, team. <laughs> nailing it uh, uh eric Conley says joe interrupts his podcast to make a post and uh, he also says it is kind to the people who featured you as well because they get the link back hey with that 100%. said i i say 100 percent too but i uh i got an email recently from somebody who asked me to use a no follow or just completely remove their link from my site even though they, they were oh. like, we want to keep feet. We're going to feature, you know, we're featuring you in the article still. It's not a problem. No big deal. Just we want you either like remove it or put a no follow tag 
in in that uh, in the HTML code. And I was I, I could not for the life of me understand. In fact, I reached out to my my uh, friend Jessica Foster, who is an SEO expert and is a, a hilarious millennial. Uh, she's she's awesome. Anyway. She, uh, I was like, do you understand why this would be? And she, she couldn't understand it either. So that she's like, she's like, if I was her, she, she was like, if I was you, I would just ignore it and just say bug off. But I, so I, I was like, all right, whatever. I'll just put it in the no follow text. I don't want to get rid of the, the link to the article. Like it's still a thing that, you know, I was featured with a whole bunch of other awesome entrepreneurs. So I like, I don't want to get rid of that, but I, I don't know. She, their, their view of it was that it was bad for SEO. And I, I mean, my link authority yeah. isn't bad or anything. Like I went through, like she sent me a couple things to check and I'm like, yeah, no, it seems fine to me. And she's like, yeah, it seems fine to me too. So I don't know. Mm, I would definitely like take it out if someone asked, but I would go with exactly what Eric's saying. I would always promote yep. other people's. Yeah. Yep. Every time on the yeah. website i uh, usually try to do blog posts but it but it, it does get to a point where like it just becomes it, it's like another thing to have to do to put the post together and all that but i i try to do it whenever i can uh keila says thanks for the responses this is helpful glad to mm-hmm. glad thanks to help the question. before we move on though i just want to throw it out there that if you have a business related question you can send it to questions at business geekspodcast.com we have uh, that email I didn't we know. do that's because fancy. i i literally just made it so oh that's <laughs> uh, very fancy i'm impressed i don't know i hope the expectation is not see, look, i literally just made this oh. that's that's very geeky i like it very you geeky see, you can stay joe oh thank you i, I appreciate <laughs> it i'd like to think i have you know some of those things uh Achilles says yeah i do seo uh so too and i've never turned down a non-spammy link yeah. Yeah, I'm not sure. So, uh, to move on, and let, I mean, unless we get any more questions related to that, we wanted to. I, I you know I wanted to talk about uh, related to PR and a local uh, restaurant that uh, was decided to go on Gordon Ramsay's uh, was it tw- 24 hours to Helen back uh, restaurant rescue show which i had never watched before um but it was cool like i remember people posting in our local facebook groups uh for like our towns talking about like hey they were at this uh they were at our local restaurant blah 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 and and then the backlash that has come from that the amount of people like one person's like oh i went to i went to that restaurant and it was awesome uh the restaurant was bottos i mean if you type you know if you want to go watch the episode um (laughs) so it just recently aired but like, oh, I just recently I went to the it was a great another great restaurant, you know, experience. And and then like literally a hundred comments, like within an hour, uh, just you know, people like saying trashing it, people saying it was it, it's great, I'll keep going, it was never bad. And uh after watching the episode, I I kind of felt this like they kind of reached a little bit. Like I've eaten there before, one of my best friends uh, got married there. You know, it's not it was never like on the top of my list, but it wasn't, it wasn't a bad experience. And I felt like when I was watching the episode that they were reaching for some of the the things like the food quality and things like that. It's like, eh, you know, you gotta have something bad, right? You gotta have that negative. But uh, one of the, I guess it's one of the sons of the four brothers that owns the, owns the restaurant slash uh, sausage factory slash marketplace that they have, you know, was like, well, you know, we did it because like a, we got a $40,000 renovation out of it and NPR, right? And, and I guess that that's the point that I was trying to bring it to was like, is there a, such a bad thing as bad PR? 
what are your takes on it? I think there is bad PR. <laughs> there are, you know, there are businesses that have been through PR crises. Um, I'm thinking of what's the the airplane that kept crashing that they the, had to uh, Air, oh, the Max something Max yeah. eight. Uh, Boeing seven something yeah. Max Eight. That that is a perfect example. That is definitely bad PR. And still, ha- bad and PR. still haunting them. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So yeah, there's definitely bad PR in this. In the example that you gave, Joe, I I think that's maybe a little more of a gray area. I, yeah, I guess time will tell. Right. Yeah. Because well, they were saying like, oh, well, it's eight hundred. We're eight hundred thousand dollars in debt, but they didn't give any like context to that right because they they just put up like a a brand new um sausage factory like it's like i could throw a football and hit it from my house um so yeah it's they spent all that money there like they didn't give any like okay so here's like the breakdown and what where the restaurant fits into that and how much money it's losing or like Mm, are they not booking enough weddings because they have a whole room dedicated just to weddings there i don't know Right. So like that's, that's like, yeah, I have lots of questions too, but, but they didn't go into any There's of that. Too many the, questions. Right. Uh, uh, yeah. But, I, I don't think that's bad PR because here we are talking about it. It's not saying there was roaches walking on people's food. No, that probably would have been bad PR. Do you know what I mean? But yes. I think that in that situation, people are talking about it. They've had massive exposure. You know, I, I don't see that as being a, a bad PR event. Yeah, and it's supposed to be improving. So, I mean, to me, it's like, look, you you go on a reality show. We all know that reality is not is not really reality. It's all and and you know, it's funny too because I think I think that they filmed some of it at like the school, like the high the high school I went to, like down this like way down the street from there. But they made it kind of like as if it was in the parking lot of the restaurant. But hmm. it's just those, you know, it's just like little things like that. But I can, um, I can tell this has bothered you, Joe. I, I well, feel like this, this episode is stuck with you and is causing you some distress. No, I, I just I find it fascinating <laughs> to see, you know, I, well, so like Lou here, like Lou, what's up, Lou? Yeah, Lou, uh, good point, Lou. Yeah, bad yeah, restaurant. Very good point. Okay, bad planes, not okay, right? Yeah, because they crash, people exactly. die, like it ruins lives, especially yeah. the way that the the Boeing handled uh, not only the crashes after the fact, but like why the planes were crashing was like totally their fault. Like if you don't know anything about it, look it up. It's, it was totally their fault. They didn't train people on their safety measures, but anyway. Yeah. So I, I don't, I don't know. I don't have a problem with it. I'll probably go there at some point. Um, well, please. Uh, see, tell there us you when you do. Now, now and, I feel like I, mean, I should, right? Answered the question. There you go. Was that bad PR good or bad? No, well, it's no, good because you're going to go there. <laughs> right. I, I know that. I was just asking for the, the general listening audience, our, our fellow <laughs> geeks listening. So the uh, what was it? the other thing uh, we have, what, um, what's, what's grinding our gears this week? Oh, my gosh. Oh, I didn't even think about this. What's oh, I, I was depending Jen. on you. I, I've, I've got one. Go for it, Jen. I've got one. Okay. This is maybe going to make me sound like a big jerk (laughs) and you know what sometimes i am a big jerk so i'm owning it okay so i've had several experiences over the past year or so where i've gone to networking events where there's been a speaker or i've gone to like a conference where there's been speakers these are typically well these are these have been women speakers and they've been there's been a women a woman audience Mm-hmm. women business owners. And I have been told too many times by complete strangers that I am worthy, that I deserve to be in the room, 
and that I am loved. And I know, Joe, I can see your face, Joe. You think this is nice, right? That I've been, these are nice comments. No, this is not nice. This is not nice. I hate it so much. First of all, do not, do not, do not assume (laughs) that because I'm a woman that I don't feel loved, that I don't feel worthy, and I don't feel like I deserve to be in the room. I am totally of course I'm loved. Look at me. I'm, I'm adorable. Um, you know, of course, I mean, I've like, of course I deserve to be in the room where I wouldn't be there. Like I'm there in the room. I don't feel like I'm unworthy. Why just because I'm a woman, do you, do other women assume that I have a self-esteem problem? I I just don't think, I don't think that should be the assumption. And, and it's all cloaked Hmm. as business advice. That's not business advice. No, business advice is not telling me that I'm worthy. Business advice is telling me how to conquer SEO or how to like run a Facebook ad or I don't know, PR tips. I mean, it's like inspiration and motivation is not a business. That's not business. So save it for therapy. Save it, you know, save it for your support groups, but do not put it in my business conference. Do not put it in my business networking group. Can you tell that I'm getting all worked up? Oh, Jay, I love it. I love it. My gears are grinding. I'm in fourth gear grinding. (laughs) But there's no gears left. They ground out. That's right. (laughs) No gears. No gears left. That is I'm brilliant. sweating. I'm sweating. I'm so upset. <laughs> take it, take a deep breath. And I totally agree with you. It's what? it's it's not empowering, is it? No, no I like it. I like it. Thanks no, for bringing Joe, it up. I, Joe, I can see Joe, Joe, Joe Mr. Nice he's Guy, crying. thinks I'm being a big jerk. I know he I thinks that. I don't I know, no, no. <laughs> no, I, I, I think I know. I think it's I think your passion about it is awesome. Um no, oh, do not do not condescend to me, Joe. No, Pardo. I know I do. I do, I do, I do. I know I do. I do. no, no, I love no, it. No, that is I don't oh, do that. My goodness, you two. Look what I got last week. <gasps> oh, yeah, Can you see what it is? It's a rocket book. It arrived, it arrived yesterday. Ooh, you got the big it one. Arrived it's yesterday. Sam for the stage. Thank you, Sam. <laughs> <laughs> because, oh, my God. <laughs> because of the one thing last week. <laughs> I wonder how many rocket books I sold. You know what? That was bad planning. I should have become an affiliate before I you did should my... should have had an affiliate link in there. That we, was we an Amazon affiliate link. But oh I can't God. be associated yeah. with it because they don't like Not only did I get the rocket book, but I got the highlighters and I got the colored pens. You're welcome, <laughs> rocket book. No affiliate link. My business prowess is completely in question now. <laughs> you need to go in and edit last week's episode and put the affiliate link in so that other people can get their rocket books on your I'm not worthy. Link. I'm not worthy of an affiliate we'll get, link. We'll get babe on that, all right? <laughs> My goodness. Stop it. It is brilliant. I love it. This is the best thing ever. I'm so glad. Mary Sue is excited. She's coming. Because Mary Sue gave me my first rocket book as a birthday gift. And now I am like telling the world as well because I love it so much. Yes, Mary Sue. It is the fusion. Look at Eric. Look at Eric jumping in. It's not condescending. It's patronizing. Well, that comment Eric. is also patronizing. Eric, <laughs> come back there. Probably, yeah. It probably okay. So, 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 okay. Wait, wait, hold on. So, Joe was patronizing, but Eric was condescending. Am I right? I don't know. I no, absolutely not. I. Oh, and Mary Sue Here's is Mary sharing Sue. her affiliate link. <laughs> Mary Sue just jumping in there. Mary Sue's a business geek sharing her affiliate link in the chat. Oh my God. Oh, Are you guys going to fire oh. me and like make Mary Sue the co-host? Because 
She's got affiliate, affiliate link ready to go. I mean, we'll that's work fantastic. On that. we'll oh my work goodness, on that. goodness, it's only goodness. Week two. It's only I'm hanging two. up my I'm hanging up my entrepreneurial hat. I'm not worthy. <laughs> you so are not. I'm checking out. This is it. Oh no. Uh, so what? What okay, one? So can I defend got... myself? Oh my god, we're going oh, do back. Do you need defending? Do you need defending? I I, I do. Uh, Eric is is a smart. Uh, a smart I feel like bite. I need to go have lunch and come back and meet you guys in ten minutes' time. <laughs> okay. To so, all right. So. <laughs> okay, you can you can attempt to defend yourself. Jim. All right. No, uh, I I no, I'm not laughing. Uh, at, I'm not laughing at what you're saying. I'm laughing at the passion because I I, I love the. I, I'm just happy that you that you were that you were so enthralled about it. Um, do I amuse you? Yes, you do. do. I amuse you. Yes, <laughs> that's a good like fellas, uh, quote. I don't know if you caught that. Okay. Yes, yes, like okay. like a clown. Yes. Okay. Uh, no, I I um. You're right. Not you don't need to hear that. And most maybe most of the people don't need to hear that. But there are people in that room that probably do need to hear that. No, I think there are people in that room that think they need to hear that. Oh, good pickup. And I agree. Because they're told they need to hear that. They're like they're just they're they're drinking the Kool-Aid that us women are are weak. We, we, we need to be told we're worthy. We need to be built up. Our esteem must be boistered at all times. This is not the Kool-Aid I'm drinking. And it's not the Kool-Aid that any woman should be drinking. We're fine. We're good. Got okay. It. So, so you, so you were specifically talking only about like speaking to women, not like to just the room in general, or is the room in general just literally filled with women? So yeah, in, in, it in literally this, is in just, this circumstance, it, there's no been, yeah, it's generalization women, of people in the room. It's just just it's women. Been people who identify <laughs> as women, as far as I'm ah, in that room. Okay. So yeah, women networking events, women conferences, summits, that sort of thing. You know what? Th that's the whole thing about grinding your gears. Just because it grinds my gears doesn't mean it has to grind everybody else's gears. No. Absolutely. Mm. Well, you know, here, here. So here's the thing. What if somebody walked out and said, "You know what? You don't need to hear right now that somebody loves you. F your feelings. Go get a go, go sell. Go get an affiliate link." What were you standing behind me? What? That's what I said. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I mean, what do you mean? What if? Somebody, I mean, I'm sure that's that was the conversation in my head. Hmm. I know. I know you think I'm being harsh, Joe. No, I, I, I don't. No, have, I don't. I really honest. don't. Just be I honest. know. I don't. I know. Because you're allowed to have your own feelings about it. That's fine. But those feelings you feel are harsh. No. Think? Well, I, I think if you stood up in the middle and said, like, screw you, I don't need you to tell me what to feel, think, or feel, then yeah, that would be. Well, that's a little That'd strong. be harsh, right? That's but, harsh. But, but I, I, you know, I get it because, it, it, you know, when you do start to hear something so often, it becomes, you know, too much to hear it, right? It becomes too um, played out or too, you know, something to that effect. And so, no, I don't, I don't disagree with you. And I, and I, and, I, and then I would, I also question as a skeptic myself and as a bit of a cynic, even though I'm a positive cynic, I, a bit of a cynic, uh, you know, I question the, the authenticity of the people saying that uh, as well, like all of the mm -hmm. time, which I hate because I don't, I don't want to, but it's, I just, like, I can't help it. <laughs> like, no, it just, of course. I, it's I, just, yeah part of born skeptic you know, well and when yeah. somebody tells me i'm loved somebody who's never <laughs> met me i was like well i haven't earned that like how do you know 
know I'm loved and or that they love me. Like, you don't love me. You don't know me. I, what if I'm a serial killer? Like, what if I stepped on a puppy in the parking lot? Like, you don't know me. Stepped you don't know what I'm capable of. You might not have seen the puppy, but if you kicked the puppy. <laughs> I would never do that. I love puppies. I love dogs. I've rescued them. Lots of them. Um, but that's, but, but yes, that's, that goes to the authenticity. Okay. Enough, enough of my gears. Okay. What's grinding your gears today, Jim? Uh, uh, I'll, I'll keep it brief. People not filling out their TPS reports. Jerks. What even is that? What? Oh, from office space? No. All right. Anyway, people not filling out the paperwork they're supposed to fill out, when they're supposed to fill it out, and how they're supposed to do it, even though it's part of what they do as part of their job on a regular, multiple-time-a-day basis. Is it digitalized paperwork? Yes. Okay. Yeah. So, oh, it's yeah. okay then. <laughs> oh, it's not I love, okay. I love, no, no, no. I love that question though. I'm like, does that really make a difference? <laughs> well, it's just easier, you know? Just... <laughs> well, well, no, the pen would be, is easy, but but even if it's a pen, like, okay, you, you fill out a pen and then you, you take the tablet and you take a picture of it. So like yeah. if anybody that works for, for me at this point still is listening at 10 o'clock at night, uh, I'm not, I don't hate you, but you know, take well, the extra steps. Your paperwork. And Joe, fill out your paperwork. Joe, what are the consequences? What are the, not what are the consequences? Your, so are so the here, here's the consequences. We can't um submit the work uh to the customer, so they don't want to pay. So then we can't pay our employees. Yeah. It's a, it's a pretty short like chain reaction because like there's a very short period of time between like when they're supposed to fill out the paperwork and when the, the bill gets submitted and when the bill's supposed to get paid or decided if it's going to be paid. So like you know, it's not like, oh, it's like, oh, you didn't fill out the paperwork and maybe it'll matter like a month or six months from now or a year from now. No, it's like it, it'll matter in like two weeks when you, we're not getting paid to pay you kind of thing. That sounds like you need, yeah, Super you need to go in and uh, fire some people tomorrow. <laughs> oh, no, it's a, no, I don't need to be firing anybody. But no, you know what? No, what we need to do is you need to sit down and we need to have a discussion We'd like, look. What are the issues that you're having? Work one on one with them, and uh, and 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 I have like it's not like we haven't, but it just you know, and it's just it's like how many times could there be an issue with the computer every time when like literally like four, five, six, ten times a day you're doing the same paperwork or you're doing the same thing over and over and over again. I'm it's sorry. very frustrating. I'm yeah. sorry, Joe. That sounds awful. It, yeah, I know. <laughs> Don't patronize me. <laughs> I was going to say, is that condescending I mean, or patronizing? I'm, I'm just trying to hold back my tears. Oh, I was, I was holding getting, my tears. I'm getting upset for I, was, you. I was laughing. Oh my so goodness, hard. you two are on fire tonight. <laughs> I, 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 you know. well, well, Sam, we were just giving you time to remember what you. I know, and you know what? I'm not even going with the grinding my gears today because okay. I've had a fabulous week, and I just want to skip grinding my gears today. It's only oh two. Well, it's Wednesday oh for you, but Sam, it's only Tuesday. I have yeah, so yeah. many. Issues. I have, you know, in our we have a spreadsheet for the show where we like. You already know, in next I've week. already filled in next week's grinding my gears. I've already got one for next oh week. Oh my goodness! <laughs> I've, I'm, me, I'm ahead of the I game. I was like, "What's my one thing this week?" <laughs> okay, is that we're doing? Okay, one cool thing, folks. Let's what, share, one, let's well, share well, with well, these Eric, Eric Hundley j- chimed in here. Actually, I think you're dead on, Jennifer. You shouldn't you, be Eric. starting from uh, starting from a perceived deficit or anything. You should be able to go in on assuming there should be a baseline thanks eric i yeah and i totally agree 
Yeah, nobody, totally nobody else has that. agreed with me, but I'll if Eric, oh, Eric's I very. Oh, oh wait, yeah. you mean like no one's agreed with you that you've told outside of the th- like the three of us and the people listening no, right just, now? I was just looking at the live comments. I was expecting, oh, I was expecting okay. more support, honestly. Uh, it's okay. It's okay. Oh my goodness, it's all right. <laughs> all right, it's Sam, all right. what's your what, what's your one thing this week? One cool thing this so week. So I've read a really really good book this week called Do It Speaking. It's like Do It with an exclamation mark. Ooh. Speaking by David Newman. It's a really really good book. It's got some basic principles that are really good to go back and and you know just touch on again but when you buy it on his website and ps i don't i've never met david newman i've got no affiliation with him whatsoever but when you go on his website you get a ton of free resources which are really awesome as well so uh yeah totally get on that all right i, I love it i'm gonna check that out i've got i've also got a book that i've just started called good profit by charles coke of the Coke industries, uh, you know, he's a capitalist, you know, giant. And I actually heard his interview with Tim Ferriss, which was, I don't know, maybe a few months ago. And it was one of the best interviews I've ever heard. It was so fascinating. This is a man with so much depth. Like he's really thought about his philosophy within his his business and it and he applies it so steadfastly into every asset of his corporate empire. And so actually it turns out like the first maybe 20% of the book is pretty much like from what I can tell what he kind of covered on the podcast. So I'm starting to get into um, more of the heavy lifting stuff. It's he's a very well-read educated man. So the, the book is a little dense in terms of content. Like it's not a quick read, but in terms of, you know, building a humongous business with, you know, on the backbone of some ethics, it's pretty impressive. So good profit. Awesome. Good profit. Nice. Okay. Okay. <laughs> uh, my one cool thing is I, and I haven't read it yet, um, which, you know, if, if anybody knows me, I'm, I'm very slow to read books. Uh, in general, uh, I got a, an advanced copy of Humankind, uh, How to Change the World One Small Act at a Time by Brad Aronson, who is a, uh, a friend of mine uh, who is a like v, you know, VC angel. Um, yeah, he's, he's really cool. And his book comes out in April. I think it's like April 15th or something like that. And it's available on Amazon. So you should go check it out. He's uh, He's got a bunch of blog posts and stuff. Well, aren't we? Definitely just- sounds like my kind of book. We yeah. are such geeks with all of our reading, <coughs> aren't well, we just? We Funny are. about that. We I'm should not- have a podcast yeah. called Business Geeks. <laughs> That's a great idea. How about that? <laughs> Brilliant. That's the only good idea I've come up with in a whole hour. <laughs> oh my gosh. What All an right. episode, guys. This is, yes. this is fun. Do you think this episode or this podcast is PR? I mean, it is, right? We're kind of using it as yeah, a PR job or not for our businesses, right? Totally. Yeah. Slick. Yes. No, well, I mean, that was one of the, the, you know, the key pillars of the idea of, of having it, right, was to promote uh, the three businesses that we, we each have. Which uh, we have not mentioned at all during this podcast, which is fine. No. Uh, not, no, not, but if you jamming them down your throat, no, 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 no. But we each have real quick. Why don't we, we, we just finish it up with that just to remind everyone. No. Okay. Well, you're the one that was complaining about not having an affiliate link and, 
I know. Uh, you should hang it up. So I'm just going to full fail this episode. We're just not going like. to. So you know what the call to action this week is? Mail us your business questions at questions at businessgeekspodcast.com, and we will answer them next week at the same time. Well, almost the same time, Tuesday at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time as we. Which uh, is Wednesday at 12 p.m. Australian Eastern Daylight Time. <laughs> Trust Eastern Daylight Time. Okay, cool. Future Sam. Daylight Time. I call you Future Sam. The, the world is still, <laughs> still intact in the future, right? We haven't. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We haven't blown up in the future. No. <laughs> good, no, good, good. Here. Good to know. So good it means we'll be back for another week next week. Yes. Yeah. Uh, well, until then, I hope you all have a, a magical week ahead with your business and with your life and everything in between. Take care. See ya.